Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know how badly I want to move to the good stuff, (laughs) the heart chakra and the upper chakras. Oh my gosh, but spirit has been pestering me. There is one other organ in the body that we should probably talk about. It's the pancreas. When I put my hands on people's pancreas, I often uncover a pool of anxiety or stress. So I do want to venture into this realm with you today on today's podcast episode. So I do hope you garner a lot of information from here. And um, <laughs> and there we go. There we go. Me following spirit's lead, being like trailing along after the impulses. So thanks for tuning in. I just want to remind you that I'm not a doctor or a therapist or a psychiatrist or whatnot. I just do psychic work and mediumship and channeling and and I'm a Reiki master. And when I put my hands on people and I sense their energy, I find and uncover uh, much information. Um, as a Reiki practitioner, I don't um, like subs- prescribe or whatnot or, you know, I don't even know the word. Look at me. I'm grasping because I'm explaining this and spirit wants to bombard me. <laughs> but it's So they're, they're editing my brain. My point is, is as a Reiki person, we read energy. And so that's what I'm going to tell you about. This is from an energetic perspective. All right. So I'm going to go down a few different roads that came to me when I was waking up and really excited to be going into the heart chakra today. And it just wasn't happening. It was like, no, 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 we got to work on stress and anxiety. So remember, I had said your emotions are meant to be, they're actually meant to be fleeting directives. This is not supposed to be a state of existence. But sometimes I find people that are in a state of stress and anxiety. And I, when I look to see the source of where it comes from, sometimes it's chronic, right? Sometimes it's not just like they've been exposed to an experience that sets them on edge um, or into panic. It's something that they are chronically living with. And then I have to ascertain where's this stemming from, right? So I thought I would break it down. Listen, spirit's laughing behind me. Can I just... (laughs) I thought I would make, I was like, okay, spirit, let's just break this down to spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical, the origins and the basics, you know, and the basis for these, this energetic frequency and spirits like laughing, 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 and it all lumps together. You know, I really can't differentiate. So I'm just going to give you the list that came to me. Um, the source could be spiritual. It could come from a past life experience that, um, still has you, traumatized, if you will, or living on edge. It could come from your astrology, actually, or your numerology, spirit says. And so um, later on, I'm going to talk to you about your spiritual portfolio, which will look at both of those in particular, astrology and numerology more clearly. But I just want to mention that sometimes um, the stress and the anxiety could be because of planetary interference or things that are going on astrologically for you in a particular time. I, for myself right now, at the moment of this recording, am having Pluto enter into Aquarius. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is going to be a 
quite a few years here of this interaction and what is that going to wake up in me? And so sometimes that can put me into anxiety, definitely. But anyway, so there could be a, an astrological or numerological basis for what you're going through. And it could just be passing meant to pass, even though it just seems like it could go on for years or months. But it's because it's unearthing, like an earthquake of kind of your shadow side or whatnot, which is what Pluto does. That's what I'm saying. Pluto does that. It's the shadow energy of like, all right, time to look at this stuff and weed it out. And so when this stuff erupts, you know, it can be quite a, a, a smackdown of like, oh my God, this is really taking me out and I'm full of anxiety and stress. I'm not right now, but I'm just saying to you. So it could also be a spiritual aspect that it's your soul's journey in this life to kind of wrestle with this emotional content and this trajectory of baggage. Um, if I, I think to me, I'm like, golly, if it's their soul's journey, can't they go up into the Kashuk records and kind of rewrite the journey of the soul and spirits? Like, yes, that's a podcast for another time, another episode. I'm like, yes, it is. It could also be family inheritance, you know, ancestral, like whether it's your nation or your tribe or your country or your specific family where, uh, one of the stressors happened to an ancestor, but it's permeating through the lineage. Um, this is on a vibrational level. I'm going to get into that more as I talk to you about ancestral karma. That's what spirit's saying. <laughs> okay, great. Um, it could also be energetic, you know, uh, like just your energy inside uh, a, a, a um, reactionary experience to where you live or your environment or you know, what you're wearing for clothes, stuff like this. Some of this stuff can cause stressors or anxiety to your energy system. As an aside, you know, some great treatments for that kind of stuff might be acupuncture to realign yourself and your energy and Reiki. Both of them I love and go to often. So this is also um, when stress and anxiety can be of an energetic nature. I'm also talking to those of you that realize that your empathic abilities are up on high alert and you're the super sensitive people where you need to remember the skill sets. See how demanding I am? You need to, you do need to remember the skill sets of working with your auric field. Go back in my podcast uh, files there and find the one on auric or a field, auric field stuff, because you need to learn to work with your own energy field to become an energy master. Otherwise, your stress and anxiety can be stuff that's being picked up from your environment and others. Um, it could be emotional. The, the source of the stress and anxiety could be coming from, you know, a residual experience that you've ha had or emotional overwhelm, things that you're not tending to that are just like highlighted and coming up and just constant, constant, constant. So these are moments when it's really good actually through any and all of these, but the thought came right now. So I'm going to say it to, you know, me sit down, journal it out, feel it out. Where's my stress or anxiety? If you can see it, I'm going to get back into that a little more. Um, it could be mental stress and anxiety from habit patterns that no longer suit you and you're ready to kind of reassess uh, some patterns that are not helping you out or habits that you need to, uh, you want to rework. Um, and this is a lot of self-awareness, right? This is a self-help podcast, I, you know, I feel. Um, but it is a lot of paying attention or noticing and what kind of behavioral changes that you want to make and what steps do you need to make to get the 
to get there. And don't forget, I, even though we haven't talked about the angelic realm so much, you just ask your angels to help you or tune into your higher conscience. Say, I really want to tune to the highest truth of my being to know what habits might be beneficial for me to change right now and what steps do I need to go there. I know people that go in the bathtub and they just sit and they sit with their soul and they purge it out and quiet in a good Epsom salt bath. And they, you know, get a little reality check of like, this is serving me. This is not serving me. And then they, you know, note it down there, find your quiet space, whether it's in your garden or your hands in the dirt or walking in nature or sitting in a, you know, pew at a church or a mosque or a temple or, you know, wherever your quiet space is, the quiet of your bedroom, the quiet of your mind, tuning into, um, you know, what's where, where you're really wanting to go in these next parts that are, that are, you know, things that have left in their service to you and how you want to change and make ha habit and behavioral changes. Listen, this could also be, you know, in the, in regards to stress and anxiety being on a mental level, it could be PTSD reactions, post-traumatic stress um, reactions still you know, that you're having that's not completely resolved. And it could be nervous system regulation, nervous system issues, right? Uh, and so a couple of people that I find beautiful in their work with the nervous system and nervous system regulation is Jessica McGuire or Irene Lyon. Both of these women have uh, great resources to help you master your mind-body-environment connections from a holistic awareness. It's good stuff. So if uh, that feels like it would resonate with you, that's good. Because especially when there's been uh, trauma in the past, what happens is it throws your nervous system out of whack. And then that can be an undercurrent of stress and anxiety because your nervous system is not on board. I learned this, especially when I was going through the neurofeedback um, with parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. And I don't know enough other than to mention that. And it was just a bit out of balance from my, um, from my childhood still. And from, you know, it's beneficial to do all the mindfulness, the yoga, the meditation and stuff like that. But when there's a real disruption in your brain patterning and your nervous system patterning, which can happen in traumatic experiences throughout our life, it's important to get you know, back re in realignment to strengthen and both sides and everything. So sometimes, uh, again, you've heard me say this, you know, talk therapy is great. Otherwise there's times when people don't earn into talk therapy and they need self-exploration and ask the universe to supply you with the right books or people that can help bring about mindful awareness in your process and in your journey, or even the right, uh, or the right treatment modality to help kind of get your nervous system back in balance if your stress and anxiety comes from a nervous system issue. I remember going to Bessel van der Kolk and he believes many of our current illnesses uh, are trauma-based and healing the trauma through things like EMDR, or neurofeedback or other modalities, even with regular yoga practice and body work, 
um, are a great prescription towards healing and bringing back balance. I'm also a fan of when you need it, any kind of herbal remedies or, um, you know, antidepressants or anything like that. I've never tried antidepressants myself. I've never, although I've been depressed in my life, <laughs> the life, the world is not as easy as, as this sensitive soul was thinking it would be. Plus I had buried my trauma for so long that I was like really in this pool of despair at various times in my life, looking at it, why me, blah, all that stuff. Anyway, um, I myself never went into antidepressants. I really went into more of the mirror and the therapy and stuff like that. Do what works for you though. Um, sometimes it's a physiological shift that needs to take place or chemical rebalancing while you're getting on your own two feet and moving forward. Sometimes these, this medicinal or um, supplemental help is it for life. Listen, I'm on thyroid medicine and wait, you know, wait till we get to the throat chakra. Of course, I'm on thyroid medicine, speaking your truth, right? Trust issues, communication, speaking your truth. All, you know, kind of squelched when I was, when I was um, molested. And, you know, it's just how it is, or it's just what happened to me anyway. So um, interestingly enough, a really quick story. You're going to feel like I'm really flippant with this story, but it's only because I'm like over it. Um, uh, in 2019, right before COVID hit, I stopped doing psychic reads and everything. And I started writing my memoir about the trauma. It was a trauma recovery story of coming to the other side. I wrote my memoir in poetic verse, hundreds and hundreds of poems spilled out of me. It was amazing. I think it's really well written, <laughs> I must say. Um, and I, with through it, I began to feel an undercurrent of anxiety because it was a lot of, um, you know, emotional stuff coming up for me. But what ha was starting to happen was I started feeling mental blips, like I was word grasping, and then I was having memory issues. And I was like, what's going on? So I went to my um, PCP at the time. And I said, listen, there's something going on with me. And I had had my vitamin D as in dog level checked. And I had um, just felt really out of it. And I was like, listen, my D's low, my some other points in my blood system were low. And I was like, what's going on? What's going on? And she was like, listen, it's just stress and menopause. And that's it. And I'm like, I think I need like ADHD medicine, ADD medicine, another trauma thing. People can be a spiral out of trauma. I was like, I think I need to go on Ritalin because I'm like, just not really in my brain. And she's like, well, it's just stress and menopause. And I'm like, listen, I'm not that old. Not that you have to be that old for these things. But I was like, no, that's not it. It's not it. She said, you're, you're stressed. And I was like, I am not stressed, really. Like, I didn't feel stressed. To me, stress was like someone that was worried or anxious. And I wasn't really... I was definitely an undercurrent of anxiety in my body, but it felt like it was coming from my body out. Like it wasn't tied to an emotion. It wasn't tied to processing the grief of the trauma. It just felt like some, my body was kind of like freaking out a little inside. Cause I knew my, I know my body. Well, I think we all know our body. Well, if we pay attention. So she kept saying, um, you're under stress. You should do yoga and mindfulness meditation. And I was like, that is so not it. 
swear word, swear word. That is so not it. I am like, something is really wrong. And she's like, no, everything's fine. It's just menopause and you're aging. And I'm like, no, because I couldn't, you know, I'd be thinking of words and couldn't come up with them. And I was putting the milk in the cupboard instead of the refrigerator and all this stuff. And I was like, what is going on? And then um, I got really sick. I had, I can't, can I tell you this? Like, I don't even want to tell you this. So I got really sick and I was like, whoa, something is really wrong. Okay, I'm going to tell you. I'm like, I want to pause. Let me pause this because I need to think about this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to tell you this. Like only three people know this. And now, now so many people are going to know this. I got diagnosed with breast cancer and I was like, what? What? Me? <laughs> what? And um, I was in shock. I was in shock. And then I got pissed. I got pissed because I knew something was wrong with my body. And I was like, God, I need help. What the heck? You know? Um, and as fate would have it, or the universe unfolding perfectly in my world, which is what I believe, there on Facebook, one of my friends had mentioned that she had had breast cancer and went to a naturopathic oncologist. So I called her and said, who's this naturopathic oncologist? I started seeing the natural naturopathic oncologist at a distance. He was way states away. He ran all these tests. He said, I think you're, I told him my vitamin D was low. I think my immune system has been shot for quite some time. I don't know what's going on. I think that's what brought about the brought about the cancer. He did all these tests and he said, yes, I concur. You are absolutely right. Your body is under stress because it can't keep up with the um, low immune system and all that's being asked of it. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, you've come back tested positive for mold and heavy metals. And, um, and then I also had a friend that I knew that was a a Bartonella and Lyme specialist on Martha's Vineyard where I live because we're like deer vacation here and there's a lot of tick-borne illness. And so I reached out to her and I told her, listen, oh my God, I've been just diagnosed with breast cancer. I can't believe it. And she said, oh, I bet you have Bartonella. So I got, I talked a new PCP because my old PCP had since passed away. Um, And I got my new PCP to sign up off on these, ex, ex, you know, the tests by um, Igenix and all these other companies that do really full-on great uh, tick-borne illness testing. And sure enough, came back positive for Bartonella and Lyme, and Bartonella can hide out in breast tissue and seem as breast cancer. And I was like, oh my God, everything, everything, everything. So the naturopathic oncologist got me on all the medicine for, um, to increase my vitamin D and this, that, and the other thing. And, um, and long story short, uh, what is my long story short? Long story short is I, uh, I won't get into the whole breast cancer thing. Spirit's saying you should, you should. I can't, can't believe you. You just pissed me off so much. 
And then they're like, you might help someone. I'm like, I don't know if I can help someone. Okay, so listen. So I tuned into my soul awareness. The doctor that did the lumpectomy had a lumpectomy. And the doctor that did a lumpectomy then said, listen, I think you should get um, uh, radiation and hormone replacement therapy. And I wanted nothing of either. And I was like, I didn't, I also asked that of the universe. Like, I don't want this. I want to take care of my body. I want to get on a real you know, back into my fitness program and eat less red meat and do all the anti-cancer type wonderful things that you should be doing anyway, which are exercise and eating right and whole foods and all that and organics, which I do anyway. And, um, I put that out to the universe. Like, I don't, I don't want to have a radiation. Uh, I don't want to have hormone replacement therapy. And so the naturopathic oncologist did some more testing and he, um, you know, gave his opinion on it all. And I sat with God in meditation and I said, I really, I'll do whatever is the best for me because I, I want to stick around on the planet, right? And I held it up and God was like, you don't need to do any of that. And I had known innately in my being, like, I don't know. All I need to do is the lumpectomy. That's it. Just do the lumpectomy. Everything's going to be fine. And, um, and so when God said, no, you don't, you don't need that. And I thought, you know what, God, this is a big deal. Can I get a big sign? Can you send me a big sign? Let me see, you know, I don't know the word in print or let me, let me just know for certain that this is you talking and not my hopes, my ego hopes. <laughs> so even I had to work on my discernment that day. And do you know that, like, I think it was like the next day I went for Chinese. And do you know what the Chinese fortune cookie had in it? I carry it around to this day. It says drastic measures. Drastic measures are not as necessary as you think. I was like, oh my God. And I knew that was from God. That I knew it was from God. I was like, that's it. I don't need to do this. Um, and that was years ago. And I'm fine. And I've uh, gotten my immune system back on track. And I even eat the, uh, immune extra pinecone supplements made by that wonderful women's company. And I noticed that the, like that stress or that anxiety that was not mental in my mind, but physically feeling in my body, was from those illnesses. I also have since worked on detoxing from the heavy metals and the mold. And mold can definitely bring about anxiety and depression. So if you have mold in your home and you don't realize it, it can bring about anxiety and depression. And I had been exposed to mold before I got married and it was in my system for quite some time. And, um, and then add on the Bartonella tick-borne illness, and then add on the buildup of the heavy metal toxicity over the years. And it was just too much for my immune system. So by detoxing from all of those things, the undercurrent of my anxiety, which some might would have considered as mental or just stress, go do yoga. <laughs> I'm laughing because that, no, 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 no. My intuition said, move on it. I need help. I put it out to the universe. And then I was able to recognize the post by my friend 
about the naturopathic oncologist. I needed to do that. And then my other friend reaching out to her, that is the wizard on all things tick-borne illness, reaching out to her. And one thing led to another. I got into a new um, uh, Lyme literate internal internist, internal doctor, who's been fabulous with um, helping me to do all the detox protocol and everything. So I just want to say that um, it those were huge lessons for me, right? Because I'm a big one of like, oh, can I just you know, vibrate at a different frequency and get rid of this stuff. And sometimes I can, right? Sometimes I can, but some things, there's a physiological shift that needs to take place. Different supplements, different vitamins, different detoxes and all this stuff. And um, I'm here to tell you, <laughs> to get to the bottom of it all. You know how I say get to the bottom of your emotions, get to the core of what's the emotional content all about. But it's also too about getting to the core of um, any stressors in your body. If they're mental stressors, if they're emotional stressor, stressors, or if they're like what I experienced physical, physiological stressors. It wasn't an energetic thing. It was real life, um, living in a place that had mold in the basement that I didn't realize was seeping up through the floorboards because it was not an attached. I mean, the basement was, you had to go outside to get to the basement. Um, and God knows where the lead toxicity, heavy metal came from, or the, um, well, the mercury's probably all the fish I've had. Sorry, fisher people. Remember, I've said that before. And uh, and it's really about going the distance when you know in your being something's wrong and it needs to be, you need greater healing or different people or a different kind of help. And, you know, there's a reason for the journey. There's a reason for the interaction. There's a reason for the awareness and understanding. And... Um, I just wanted to tell you my story because spirit made me. I did not want to tell you my story. I just have to tell you that. I did not want to tell you my story. So um, I'm good now, though. You know, 19, what is, I don't know how many years ago that was. Because um, it, it's not in my future, it's in my past. So anyway, I, what else? Hmm. I do find it odd that I stopped doing reads and stopped working my business. And then I was exploring all the trauma and COVID hit. And I was, went from writing all that poetry to dealing with breast cancer, which is the heart, which is the next area of chakra we're going to get into. So it's up in the heart, right? And being, you know, betrayed by everything in that whole experience of having, uh, molestation occur, but also the breast cancer. That's like betrayal of like, what the heck, God, <laughs> you know, but God's like, not, I didn't do it. It's free will, man. It's all, you know, we all have our journey, but I think that it was wild that then I was on a sabbatical to create new content and new classes. And then up came my exploration of processing through my trauma and coming through the other side of it which is what the memoir, Poetic Memoirs, about, about. I think it's a great work that I did and beneficial and helpful for others if I ever move to get it put to print. And I think that um, 
it's fascinating because I needed that time to heal from all the toxic toxicity that was inside me, right? Are you matching this up, right? The toxic stressors on my being. It was like this, something had to burst and break open. So this is what I feel about the stress and anxiety. If you feel an undercurrent of that and you put your hands on your pancreas or you don't, you just, I mean, stress and anxiety, you feel in every cell of your body, right? It's, it just, uh, it can, and then it can affect your immune system. You know, all of that can, the nervous system can affect the immune system, can affect, you know, your gut health, your brain health, your everything, your mental health, and God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. But anyway, I am back working. And and like I said, the it, it turned me on to doing the podcast, which I was important, is important. And I'm very barely now starting to open my door back up to one-on-one clients and classes in person um, because I miss it, because it's the work. But so for yourself, with your own if it resonates with you, it's really about knowing yourself and knowing when something's off and not right. And so when it's stress and anxiety, where does this come from and what do I need for help? I know people that are on anti-anxiety meds. I know people that are also coupling it with therapy, um, you know, alternative therapy and regular like talk therapy. And by alternative, I just mean all the different options that are out there. Um, you know, whether it's past life regression or uh, nervous system regulation classes or yoga or meditation or PTSD work or trauma recovery book reading or any of those, you know, um, and just looking at your, your, all aspects of your life, your environment, your relationship, uh, you know, any areas that might be causing toxicity, anxiety, and stress, really. Another area that my, um, my kind of my naturopathic oncologist and my functional medicine doctor, who was the internist, the MD, the, what we explored also was uh, testing me for food allergies and food intolerances. I always had known that I was intolerant of dairy and um, gluten, but the deeper testing allowed us to see what was affecting my blood and also my physiology and therefore also stressors to my immune system and the gut biome. So these were also areas that... <laughs> golly, I would never have thought would make a difference. So when you talk about, you know, what's causing stress in, in your body, it, it could actually be some of the foods you're eating. And, you know, sometimes we know exactly, like I know my system is so refined and I have so gotten rid of the foods that I can't eat. Corn being one of them. I think I told you this for a girl from Iowa, that's pretty sad, <laughs> but I can tell if I eat an if I eat animal protein that has eaten corn, that's how quickly my body goes into a, um, a, a reactionary state. And so it could be that some of the foods you're eating might be creating internal stressors that then go from an energetic to a physical and also beyond just food stressors, 
you know, notice, you know, how caffeine, how are you with caffeine or chocolate or any kind of those things, sugar, how they affect you, mood swings, whatnot, stress, anxiety levels, um, displaced pattern of sleeping, looking at these things, you know, especially if we're stressed or anxious, it will affect our ability to actually have a calm and good night's sleep. So that's all fascinating and intertwined. And so just noticing this so that your holistic health can be viewed at from these different angles that I did not necessarily get with my traditional PCP, which is why I went to more of a functional medicine doctor and the naturopathic oncologist, you know, these areas of expertise um, are important. You get what you pay for and certain, you know, people look at certain things. And, and I love the wide net that the uh, naturopathic doctor and the functional medicine doctor, I love the wide net that they use to look at what could be causing this health concern. Because when I tuned in psychically, I just, all I got, and then I thought, God, all I got was, no, this is not right. My body is struggling with something and I can't quite you know, figure it out, figure it out. And I wish I would have in that moment sat with spirit and said, okay, give me, you know, give me a guide that can help me specifically to know what's going on in my body. I just never took it to these other levels of my work. Sometimes, sometimes I forget to use my work on myself. I'm really good at reading somebody else and saying, okay, what do they need to do? And let's look at the patterning and the experience and everything. But kindly, when it comes back to using it on me, I'm like, hon, geez, go higher, find it out the answer. But it doesn't matter. I got the answer, right? The spirit, I was spirit led and soul led to the oncologist and the naturopathic doctor and the functional medicine doctor, and it all worked out. So I just want you to realize and recognize that the toxicities can be happening within your gut and gut health is everything, as you probably know now. So <laughs> while I was saying the thing about the fortune cookie, I was like, that's not exactly what the fortune cookie says. What is it exactly? And I'm thinking in my head going, I should just look at the fortune cookie paper. And then I didn't take the time to look. So now I've looked and it actually... Um, the words are drastic means are not as necessary as you think. So means, measures, means, measures, potato, potato. <laughs> so like I often do, I went to sleep before posting this episode online. And I often set the intention of if there's anything you want me to change or rectify or kind of tweak, you know, you just kind of sleep on it. And I woke up thinking, oh, I remember, I know where the mercury in the body probably came from more so than eating high mercury fish. It was because a while back I had my mercury fillings removed, taken out by a dentist who was not really doing the safe environment for mercury removal. And um, I'm sure I was exposed there. I, 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 <laughs> I'm pretty darn certain that was it. So if this resonates with you and you're of uh, the age where you still have mercury fillings, do your homework and make sure that you get the right uh, dental procedure in the right office that does the right precautions so that you're not dealing with um, mercury in your body. And, you know, good luck with all of that. And uh, the cool thing is, is they're not really using that anymore, I hope. <laughs> I hope, I hope. <laughs> I also 
brought to my sleep time the awareness of like spirit are you kidding me I thought this was going to be all things psychic and metaphysical and spirits like don't you know it's interrelated so I was like can I just have an angel card that this is actually good that I'm doing like this is really I'm not missing the beat here and I pulled the power angel card so you know, even though I struggle with like, God, this isn't all things psychic. We're going into the energy of the body. Spirit kept saying it's the energy of the body. And these things can interfere on our perception and our awareness in our life. And so it is all inter- integrated and integral and interrelated. And <laughs> it'll otherwise muck up your interpersonal and, and transpersonal skills in all of this work. And... um so I'm just grateful that you're following along and I'm I'm listening, you know, going, wow, this is so not where I thought this would go. But it's where um, I'm not in charge. I follow the guidance and I um, want to deliver to you material that is beneficial in all areas of your life so that you can be resonating at the finer frequency of higher consciousness and your divine consciousness and your connectedness so that when you use your soul awareness and you use all those clairs and your empathic skill set and everything and your claircognizance, just that intuition, the knowingness, that it can be clear and you're not dealing with a muddled pool of energy field and physical field that is, you know, mucked up by things like, you know, stress, anxiety, heavy metals, mold, toxicity, tick-borne illnesses or any cancer illnesses or anything. You know, you need, um, th- these can be a part of life here on the planet. This is not, I don't think I chose consciously any of those. You know, when God said free will, it wasn't like Constance, you chose these things to happen to you. I think it's just part and parcel of being on the planet and, um, you know, I too am on the path and on the journey and maybe you know, I sit there and I think, oh, right, yeah, but great spiritual leaders have also had to, you know, kind of contend with illnesses that can be, you know, detrimental and uh, tricky, right? And so, um, anyway, kudos to us for all, like, getting up every morning and still going through it and going, you know, what's this life about and how can I have a great day today and how can I experience all the nuances in the physical and the spiritual and how I interact in my world. So trusting that this is all a part of the uh, Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer experience onward and upward. (laughs) Did I tell you? So I did end up, I went to a psychiatrist and I said, listen, I think I need to go on Ritalin or something for this ADHD. It runs in my family. Well, trauma runs in my family too. But I was like, I think I need that. And I went on it for like a little bit and I was like, wow, this is like a few double doses of caffeine espresso, you know? And then I was like, Con, what are you doing? This doesn't resonate with you. This is really, you need to find the core of why you're not you know, staying focused or, or roll with the unfocused, roll with the flow and be in the Tao and all that stuff. And, um, so I didn't stay on it long, but I'm not poo-pooing it. I think it's a great option for people. I'm glad it's out there. But what I realized for me was that I needed to look at, um, you know, where was my brain that I would go into moments when I couldn't focus, maybe, (laughs) 
<laughs> Spears, like in those moments, you just come outside and walk with us, walk and talk with us. Stop with the scattered. Nothing's working because it's not supposed to work. You're a little overwhelmed. Mindfulness meditation center, ground your energy, focus, and then you'll come back in a peaceful setting and be able to accomplish a lot, which is really true. Sometimes it's, it's about my energy is energetically scattered and I am bringing on the stress and anxiety myself because I'm all over the place, you know? And so all of this I gift to you to say, recognize these moments, recognize this in your being or in your soul or in your experience and, and do what you can to unravel and follow the thread back to the source or the core and follow your soul's into awareness, inter <laughs> follow your soul awareness in your internal GPS as you, as your internal GPS, as you say to the universe, I want a way out of this. I want a way through. Give me the guidance. Either um, help me accept if it's my journey in this life or help me find uh, the right answers to uh, recover myself, retrieve my calm, get back to a state of um, peace and tranquility and connectedness and centeredness and groundedness and in my space, and safe in my world, and solid in my discovery. Yeah. I know you've got this. I know you are powerful beyond belief. I know you have yourself to count on, and all your guides and angels are around you. And just trust that knowing of your own higher soul self. Follow your soul awareness and um and know that i'm rooting for you if you are dealing with stress and anxiety and i promise you the next time we get together i'm going to talk to you about the heart chakra joy and love peace out legally speaking this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.